Hi, kia ora and konnichiwa. Welcome from New Zealand. Hello, my name is Ian. This is my very first ever podcast. So welcome to Ian's World. It's about the 10th take, but the first podcast. And I'm finding it actually a whole lot more difficult to do than I thought it would be. Now, I'm a new guy on the block. And you must be wondering, now why would I be wanting to do my podcast with along with 10,000 other people who are already doing them? Well, the thing is, I have got some very good news that I would like to share with the world, particularly Japan. I'll tell you why Japan in particular. Because years ago, I was doing some street witnessing in Auckland City and Queen Street. And I spoke with a Japanese man who just got off the plane that afternoon, and he was getting used to New Zealand and getting used to Auckland. And so I had a bit of a chat with him, and I was telling him about the Lord and Lord Jesus, we're talking about here, if you don't know who he is. And he absolutely knew nothing about God, about Jesus, about the Holy Spirit, about the Bible. He knew nothing. Never heard of anything before about it. So I got to thinking that I wonder how many other people out there in this world have never heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. And another question is, why is he so important? Who is he? Where has he come from? And why has he changed the world so much? Well, that's where I come in. To share my goal and my vision and my relationship with Jesus Christ with those who've never heard. So, welcome to Ian's World. Let's begin. First of all, I would just like to tell you that I am a Christian. I've been a Christian for many, many years. And I've, I've spoken to lots and lots of people in many situations. And I have seen the power of God move lots and lots of times. I've seen good news happen. Now there's not a lot of good news in the world today, so any good news is good good news. And that's what I'm bringing to you. I'm bringing good news to you and to your friends and to this world. Now what is good news? Well, if you're blind, what's good news? That you can see. If you're deaf, what's good news? That you can hear. If you're a mother and you have a son or a daughter who's on drugs, what's good news to that mother? That they are set free. If you don't know where you're going when you die, well, the good news is you can go into eternal life rather than into another place called hell, which is also eternal, but it's not eternal life. It's eternal death and eternal separation from God, your Creator. So what I want to do is because this particular Japanese person, and I'm sure there are many other people in Japan and around the world, in fact, you don't have to be in Japan to listen to this podcast. You are most welcome to listen to it wherever you are. And I'd appreciate feedback and encouragement, and I'd love to be able to pray with you guys, show you how you can find eternal life for yourself and peace in your spirit. That's another good news. Someone who's got a corrupt mind. Someone who cannot control certain things in their lives, you know, habits, addictions. Well, good news for people like that is they can be cured from those habits and from those addictions. And they can find answers to these problems in a place that they may never know was possible. So, where do we start? Well, let's start with the basic story of who Jesus is, where he comes from, and why he is so important.
Welcome back to Radio J3SUSFM, found on your radio dial at 777FM. Boy, have we got a lineup for you today. Join us now for Storyboards. This is the story of the angel by the altar. At the time when the story of the New Testament begins, the land of Israel, called also the land of Judea, was ruled by a king named Herod. He was the first of several Herods, who at different times ruled either the whole of the land or parts of it. But Herod was not the highest ruler. Many years before this time, the Romans, who came from the city of Rome in Italy, had won all the lands around the great sea, the sea which we call the Mediterranean. And above King Herod of Judea was the great king of Rome, ruling over all of the lands, and over the lands of Judea among them. So Herod, though a king of Judea, obeyed his overlord, the emperor of Rome. At the time when this story begins, the emperor of Rome was called Augustus Caesar. At this time, the land where the Jews lived was full of people. Jerusalem was its largest city, and in Jerusalem was standing the temple of the Lord, which King Herod had lately built anew, taking the place of the old temple built very many, many years before, which had long needed repair. There were so many other larger cities besides Jerusalem. In the south was Hebron, among the mountains. On the shore of the great sea was Gaza, and Joppa, and Caesarea. In the middle of the land were Shechem and Samaria, and in the north were Nazareth and Cana. Down by the shore of the Sea of Galilee were Tiberias and Capernaum, and Bethsaida. Far up in the north, at the foot of the snowy Mount Hermon, was another Caesar, so that it might not be confused with Caesar upon the seacoast. This city was called Caesar Philippi, or Philip's Caesarea, from the name of one of Herod's sons. One day an old priest named Zacharias was leading the service of worship in the temple. He was standing in the front of the golden altar of the incense in the holy place, and was holding in his hand a censer, or a cup, full of burning coals and incense. While all of the people were worshipping in the court of the temple, Outside the court of the priests, where the great altar of burnt offering stood, suddenly Zacharias saw an angel from the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. He felt a great fear when he saw this strange being with a shining face. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zacharias, for I have come from the Lord to bring good news. Your wife Elizabeth shall have a son, and you shall name him John. You shall be made glad for you, for your son John shall bring joy and gladness to many. He shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and he shall never taste wine nor strong drink as long as he lives, but he shall be filled with God's Holy Spirit. He shall lead many of the people of Israel to the Lord, for he shall go before the Lord in the power of Elijah the prophet, as was promised by Malachi, the last of the old prophets. He shall turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and those who are disobeying the Lord will do his will. As Zacharias heard these words, he was filled with wonder, and could hardly believe them true. He was now an old man, and his wife Elizabeth was old also, so that they could not expect to have a child. And he said to the angel, How shall I know that your words are true? For I am an old man, and my wife is old. I am Gabriel, who stand in the presence of God, and I was sent from the Lord to speak to you and to bring you this good news. But because you did not believe my words, you shall be dumb, and shall not be able to speak 
until this which I have said comes to pass. At this time, the people outside in the court were wondering why the priest was staying so long inside the temple. When at last he came out, they found that he could not speak a word, but he made signs to them to tell them that he had seen a vision in the temple. After the days of his service were over, Zacharias went to his own home, which was near Hebron, a city of the priests among the mountains in the south of Judea. When his wife Elizabeth found that God was soon to give her a child, she was very happy and praised the Lord. About six months after Zacharias saw the vision in the temple, the same angel Gabriel was sent from the Lord to a city in the part of the land called Galilee, which was in the north. The city to which the angel was sent was Nazareth. There the angel found a young girl named Mary, who was a cousin of Elizabeth. Mary was soon to be married to a good man who had sprung from the line of King David. Though he was not himself a rich man nor a king, he was a carpenter, living in Nazareth, and his name was Joseph. The angel came into the room where Mary was and said to her, Hail, woman, favoured by the Lord, the Lord is with you. Mary was surprised at the angel's words and wondered what they could mean. Then the angel spoke to her again and said, Do not be afraid, Mary. The Lord has given you his favour and has chosen you to be the mother of the Son, whose name shall be Jesus, which means salvation, because he saves his people from their sins. He shall be great, and he shall be called the Son of God, and the Lord shall give to him the throne on his father David, for he shall be a king, and shall reign over the people of God forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. But Mary could not see how all this was to come to pass. And the angel said to her, The Holy Spirit shall come upon you, and the power of the Most High God shall be over you, and the child which you have shall be called Holy, the Son of God. Then the angel told Mary that her cousin Elizabeth was soon to have a child through the power of the Lord. And when Mary heard all of this, she said, I am the servant of the Lord, to do his will. Let it be to me as you have said. When the angel had given his message and had gone away, Mary rose up in haste and made a journey to the home of Zacharias and Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth saw Mary, she was filled with the Spirit of the Lord and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed among men shall be your son. And why is it that the mother of my Lord comes to visit me? Blessed is the woman who believed that the promise of the Lord to her shall be made true. Then Mary was filled with the Spirit of the Lord and broke out into a song of praise. And she stayed with Elizabeth for nearly three months, and then went again to her own home in Nazareth. As the angel had said to the aged woman, Elizabeth was given a son, and they were going to name him Zacharias after his father. But his mother said, No, his name shall be John. Why? 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 They said, None of your family have had that name. No one in your family's been called John. Where does John come from? No, it must be Zacharias. They asked his father Zacharias by signs what his name he wished to be given to the child, and he asked for something to write upon. And when they brought it to him, he wrote, His name is John. Then all at once the power to hear and to speak came back to Zacharias. He spoke, praising and blessing God, and he sang a song of thanks to God, in which he said, You, O child, shall be called a prophet of the Most High to go before the Lord, and to make ready his ways. When John was growing up, they sent him out into the desert on the south of the land, and there he stayed until the time came for him to preach to the people. For this child became the great prophet, John the Baptist. 
You're listening to Radio J3SUSFM on your radio dial at 777FM, where you will find good news. Now back to the mix. J3SUSFM, where live and life come together. There's the first story. As you can see, the format, how I'm going to do it, is I'll give you a bit of information. I'll give you a bit of a story, a bit of, um, you know, entertainment. And then we shall see where we go and how we get along with each other. And hopefully, this will be a regular occurrence. I'm aiming to do a couple of podcasts every week, or at least once a week. And I hope you enjoy the journey. One thing that I have in mind is a scripture found in Luke and it's Luke 18, verse 8 in the, in the Holy Bible, which I will also be discussing with you. And it's talking about Jesus. And it's talking about a widow who is continually begging for help for a situation that she's dealing with. Now, at the end of the passage, it says something like, When the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith in the earth? Well, my answer to you, and you'll be able to join me in answering that question with a big resounding yes. Faith will be found in the earth. 